Okay, you could just send me the link when we're done, then. Because it should have just DM'd you a link. Yeah, I uh, I must have set up um, some uh, permissions on the server. Oh, no worries. Yeah, uh, yeah. It just it should have just DM'd you a link. So if you could send that to me at any point, we'll be good. That's all I need. Um, okay. I will lead off. Hello, uh, I am B. I am half of the creative team behind the Wildervere TTRPG, and this is going to be one of our. Uh, guest one-off games, uh, and I'm gonna let our awesome guests introduce themselves in whatever order they prefer. Uh, okay, uh, I'm Robin. I am the uh, one half of Shrike Tabletop. A, uh, we, we made Era of Silence. You can find us most everywhere uh, at Shrike Tabletop. Um, all one word. And, and I'm Dan. I'm the other half of the Shrike Tabletop team. We're both very excited to be here. Yeah, we are. Okay. Um, do you want to maybe open a little bit about what you guys do? Uh, and then we can get into characters? Sure. Um, Dan, do you want to tell the story or should I? You can. Okay. So, in the before time, in, in the distant days of 2019, uh, Dan and I sat down, um, and I was somewhat inebriated, and Dan just starts going off about this, like, dice system that he's been working on. And finally it clicks, because I've been waiting. I, I, I've had a setting that I've worked on for, like, 12 years or so, it's gotten way better since then. It's not just, like, something I made when I was 12. But I had a setting that I wanted to put into an RPG, and Dan had the core mechanics for an RPG. And that quickly led to it becoming Era of Silence. Uh, what we have today is a year old. We're in, like, our point four public release of our open playtest, and we're currently working on point five. Awesome. Yeah, I um, was actually at a the American Geophysical Union conference, and I really didn't want to go in, to any panels. So feeling the spirit move me, I sat down in the hallways of the convention center and just wrote down a long uh, manifesto on how I think a better role-playing game system should work. Mm-hmm. And amazingly, instead of... Uh, sinking into the depths of my psyche never to be seen again it actually turned into a playable system nice more than one manifesto has been produced in the name of era of silence but yes we're (laughs) mostly proud of it very cool okay um well uh if anyone is interested in uh Taking part of your playtests, where should they where should they look? Good question. That's probably one that I should answer. Um, so, best thing to do is I will give you the link if you can post it in the description. Sure. Um, but it's Linktree uh, backslash Shrike Tabletop. 
Um, there are rule book and everything is accessible through our website, um, as well as a narrator's guide, which is a little bit rougher. But right now, you should have everything you need to begin playing a game of Era of Silence. Although we hope to have a beginner module out by the end of the summer. That's exciting. <clears throat> yeah, I'm very hyped. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking time out of creating your own world to spend a, an hour or so in ours. <clears throat> Super glad to be here. All right, so let's move into that a little bit. Uh, would you guys like to introduce your character's name and just a little bit about them? You don't really need to give your uh, attributes unless the spirit moves you to, but uh, just just tell our, our audience a little bit about who our, who our travelers are tonight. You want to go first, Dan? Yeah, sure. So my character uh, is named Cantor, okay. and he is a one of the created. He kind of looks like the the robot from the movie Hugo, except with a more expressive face because Cantor was designed to be a performer. He is, uh, according to his program, his his memories at least. He is the world's greatest singer. Unfortunately, he does not have any memories of where he is supposed to sing because he fell off his delivery truck on his way to wherever he was intended to go. So now he's wandering around trying to figure out what his purpose in life is supposed to be besides just bringing music to whoever will listen. Oh, oh, I love them. Oh, <laughs> oh this child. Okay. Um, <clears throat> poor baby. And I am playing uh, Amethyst, or Amy, uh, another created um, from the region of Inovin, who is uh, somewhat golden mulligan brass. Wait for that. I always like brass. Um, Glad we got that. Brass in color. Looks a lot like Zenyatta, if you can picture the head structure of Zenyatta. Um, she has a patch of moss that grows on her head that she fashions like hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's constantly wearing a robe despite... Uh, I don't, I'm don't. i sure robes exist in this world very commonly, but I want it to be the least fashionable robe possible. Something Got that it. looks out of place and out of time. Gotcha. Just like the, <clears throat> the, more, the more against the cultural fashion, the better. Yeah, like, just... Like, s- someone without any taste whatsoever. Just, just a complete blank slate was just like, I need a robe. Ah, gotcha. Understood. I think Cantor, on the other hand, is probably very fashionably dressed in, like, a suit of some kind. I love it. Oh, I love this. These are very evocative descriptions I enjoy. Okay. Um, and for the sake of our of moving our little story along, uh, let's see, um, you guys probably met on the road, most likely, you know? Uh, do you think you guys have known each other for, like, a, a good bit? I'm comfortable with doing the buddy cop thing if Dan is. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, what is, is Amy spending lots of time on the road? I definitely think Cantor would be quick to, to glom on to someone who... Talk about I didn't really talk about Amy's backstory. Um, yeah, I. Uh, so she is a uh, 
firm believer in the power of machinery uh, and believes it should be respected and treated as if it were a plant or animal. Um, and she goes around spreading her message, her, her, uh, her philosophy as a street prophet. Um, and she, uh, goes around and like also like doing jobs, helping people along the way, you know, like episodic sort of lifestyle. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, she's, she's on the road all the time. Like that's her life. Um, she's also like a talented engineer. Um, and my attributes will reflect, uh, like I have one with the machine, uh, at a D12. So I'm very good at like working with machinery. Got it. This is great. I have a great idea. So um, one of Cantor's attributes is amateur composer. So I think Cantor is very taken with uh, with Amy's persuasive rhetoric and wants to like write hymns for um, the philosophy that she is spreading. But amateur composer is also my D4 attribute. So uh, <laughs> I love that. Cantor is not actually great at writing music, but he thinks he is. Okay, he's doing his best. Yeah, so he's I, like, he believes he's an essential part of of Amy's movement. That he's going to convince everyone to with song. Yeah, I think. Uh, okay. Amy, because Amy, I, hmm? sorry, sorry. Um, Amy will gladly accept the uh, the companionship. Yeah, I love this idea that this is a very, like, very, for lack of a better word, like, humanoid-looking created with Amy, but then, like, when they get working, they get, like, because you said the tech priests from 40K get, like, those, they could, like, have those, like, detachable claws and stuff to, like, move parts around, but that they hide back into the back when they're not working. I not like that, but that's, re that'd be really cool. I just, I, if that's something you want to do, I'm just like, ooh, that's an aesthetic. I, I will not say no to, like, back tendrils. Yeah, but they can hide when they're, like, not, when they don't need them. That's really cool. All right. All right, so, uh, let's just say, you know, on your way, on the road, you know, uh, you end up quite a bit close to one of the main six uh, city-states of Wildervere. Um, specifically, you are ending up near the the entryways of Miracle, which is the aquatic-themed, very ocean-based city-state. Uh, as But for people who for you two, the the bit of the conundrum getting too marital, and maybe maybe that might be part of Amy's plan is getting too marital because it's the furthest away from the main continent. So you know, wanting to spread that message there is probably a very good idea. But you're, hmm? oh, I, mean, uh, I I I get very into this. Yeah. Um, let's let's say that that's their their plan. But you are faced with the problem of to get to Maritol, you probably need a bow. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. And so I think that's where we will pick up. You're a little off the coastline. Uh, on the map, there isn't anything, but we can kind of make a little 
because everyone's world of view is different for the sake of the story. Let's assume like right off that riverbed that reaches into the falls and coast of Marital, there's maybe like a little boating town. And let's set our story there. So you guys are entering this like very small, very like off the beaten trail kind of fishing community, if that makes sense. Uh, very big moon elf, moon eidolon presence. Um, yeah, and I think you're probably just looking for some way to get to Marital. Yes. Hmm. Um, one last one. What's your character's name? One last time, Dan. Cantor. Cantor. All right. Write it down. Well, Cantor, I do believe we need to be getting across the water now, unless anything's changed. I can't float. I don't know if I can float. I've never been in the water. I mean, do you think I could float? I could try. Should I jump in the river? Uh, but I think instead, we best be... Um, what's the name of the village again? Sorry, I need names like twice sometimes. Oh, <clears throat> I didn't come up with one. Uh, so I just made up the need for that town on, on the spot. But it's fine. Aside and ask them, hey, where are we? Yes. Uh, gonna gonna find a name real fast that's fine um let's just call it let's just call it mayport that sounds cute yeah mayport um hello uh fine citizens of mayport i am hoping to find some way across the uh the the great blue expanse uh the water you see i have a d6 in speaking so i don't know how good i am at this yeah um maybe you, you uh, walked in front gates and just started your like your peppy monologue yeah no, i just kind of like stumble over um like she walked through like a weird gate like one of her legs are broken um oh, I see. and she just never got it repaired mm -hmm. uh and she walks over and uh just yeah begins uh monologuing um i don't know i can't canter are you in tow or oh yeah i i'm following along I'm very interested in what's going on. Okay, so you're just... Uh, do you want to continue what you were saying? Sorry. Yeah. I mean... um, so I... Uh, we're hoping to get uh, you know across the, the great expanse, the, the water, um, I, I believe is the word for it. And uh, do you know if there's a... Cantor, what's the word for it? The, the floating thing made of wood, not a uh, duck. A boat? A boat! Yes, uh... We could use a boat, one of those. A boat, a boat, there are things that float. <laughs> I think a few people like look at each other, not like, not, not upset, but just like, what? <laughs> you know, like one moon idol, I'm like, good job, you did your best, you know. <laughs> In his brief life, Cantor has become very accustomed to that particular look. Yeah, just like, hmm, they're not, like, mad, they're not upset, and they're definitely not, like, it's not like a judgmental glare, it's just one of, like, oh, this is happening, okay, <laughs> you know? And then I think one of the, someone in the crowd just goes, like, I mean, we have a boat, we could probably let you borrow if you're just heading to, if you're just heading to the big 
to the big city. That's not a big deal. Wow. That's very kind of you. We are heading to the big city, right? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Uh, there's a the person who reveals themselves out of the crowd. Oh, no. <laughs> I lost what I was using. Here we go. Um, and they are a, a moon elf. Uh, they look you two over and just go, like, you haven't been around the water before, right? One question about the created in this world. Yeah. Are we sensitive to water in any way? Uh, nah. Like, you okay. don't, like, circuit or nothing. So it's not, like, obvious that, like, we shouldn't be near water. No, like, you can handle water. That's no big deal. It's more just like a... It's more just like you are putting out the energy of people who are trying to do a thing. We haven't done before. much yet. I mean, yeah. they, they may have heard you just be like, forget what the Boat, that would like, yeah. <laughs> tip them off. Yeah, that's that's more where I'm going here. It's far oh, sure. I, just, I just wanted to make sure. Um, yeah, yeah. No, you're good. Yeah. Uh, so, I, uh, me and my companion, we haven't been on a lot of boats, but uh, we uh, you know, we're open to new trying new things. Um, if if you have a metal boat. That would be very good. I'm very good with metal. Actually, like you see them think for a second and go, how good are you guys with jotting notes down? And you could see like that smile of like... <laughs> is, uh, is that anything like like singing? No, I, I, I'm great at jotting notes down. I do it all the time. Every time I have a new idea for a song, I jot down some notes on a page. I, I could do it. Perfect, perfect. I just need some people who can, who can like, document a thing or two, uh, and we'll call it even. You just, we'll, we'll cover getting you to the city. You guys just, if anything weird happens on our boat ride, just write it down, and that'll be it. Then we'll just shake on it, and you'll be on your way, and I'll be on mine. I would like to roll some kind of sense motive thing. I'm looking at my attributes. Yeah, <clears throat> no, anything that's not an attribute, you can still roll just a raw d24, so that's no big deal. That's, yeah, but I feel like I have excellent liar. Uh, oh, yeah, a good liar could probably detect another liar, for sure. Yeah, uh, except the problem is, this is excellent liar wink wink, which is a d4. Ah, uh, well, I mean, a d4 is better than nothing. <clears throat> so, d20 plus your d4 is how that would work. Yeah. I am very sad to report back of five. Oof. Um, you... You can vaguely parse out that they have a plan of some kind, and that's kind of it. Like, they seem to have a plan. They seem to know what they're doing. Oh, I have lots of plans, too. That's okay. <laughs> but I don't know what I'm doing, so we're halfway there. <laughs> so. This this moon elf uh, holds out his hand and goes, "You could call me Brian. I'm a uh, on my birth certificate. It was supposed to be Brian, but someone thought it would be they'd be funny, and now I'm living with that choice. Uh, but yeah, you could call me Brian. Brian, that's great. I'm Cantor. Okay, I'm the greatest singer in the world. You definitely put on a show earlier. Lay a hand on his. Uh, I first make sure it's okay to lay a hand on his shoulder. 
then lay a hand on his shoulder, and then they, introduce myself as Amy. Yeah, they definitely don't stop you. Like they're they're cool. Yeah, no, I just don't want to be rude. Yeah, for sure. Like you, like you, like you, like kind of do that halfway thing. Of like, is this cool? And they just kind of give you like the half nod of like, yeah. It's I fine. am Sister Amy, of the Order of the Burning Cog. I think Amy is the only member of the Order of the Burning Cog. <laughs> well, hey, got to start somewhere. That's it. Always takes one person. It only takes one to make a movement. Yeah, so. uh, it, you're welcome to join. Uh, we meet uh, our holy days on Saturdays, but you only need to be involved for uh, you know like two hours. And uh, if you have a machine you like, you can. Um, and she starts getting um, like pamphlets out. Can I roll uh, persuade? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, she has a she has a satchel of pamphlets oh that she God. has written herself by hand. Oh my God. I think uh, I think Cantor has probably been enlisted to help copy out more pamphlets along the way. Yeah. Here's one. Here's one. Here's a paper. Fold it a couple times and copy what I write. Um. Those folds are probably immaculate. I'm just thinking. So I have competent public speaker at a D6. That that is absolutely that. <clears throat> Seventeen. You see them like look over the pamphlets and they smile and they're just like, you're not too sure <clears throat> if this is a smile of like, oh, this is really interesting, or a smile of like, oh wow, they have really lovely handwriting. <laughs> you know, it's a positive thought though, uh, and they're just like, I mean, if you help me out, I'll. I'll definitely swing by sometime for sure. That's great. We would we would love to help. Sweet. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm. He like kind of like does the like hand gesture of like hush hush, you know, and follows you guys and takes a lead through like the back ways of the city, and you reach like a little shop with a metal boat. That seems very, like, the Wildervere boats can range. You know, you can have big, multi-person boats. You can have little wooden boats. Just there's that range. This looks like it's, like, tricked out. It has, like, machines on it. It has little, like, you know, places for people to, like, log stuff down and different instruments all over it. And they're like, this is what we're going to be taking to the city. This is the coolest boat I have ever seen. It it's a it's very much a research boat. If that the first boat I have ever seen. <laughs> if Amy had eyes that could widen, <laughs> yeah, her eyes would be huge right now. She runs up and she just embraces the boat with both arms, and begins murmuring to it. What are you saying to this research um, boat? <laughs> oh, you friends, you old soul. Teach me every bit of wisdom you have. She's just very, like, happy mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> just, just boat sound. Boat sound. Yeah, she, she's so, like, she, she, she believes in the wisdom of machines in the same way that animals and plants have wisdom. Um, yeah. And wants to learn from this boat. Uh... Brian just kind of goes like the rest of the the rest of my little group of friends will be here in a minute, uh, and then we can just get started and we'll head off to the city. 
I guess I should tell you what you're in for. So uh, this boat here, uh, we go out and we document storm. We like just take uh, inventory of their magical uh, ability, what's left over. Uh, we, we explicitly, however, are looking for a certain creature who appears right before storms. Uh, we we call them storm searchers, but they're just a bit of a variant of your typical sea snake. Um, if you see one, though, before a storm, it's almost always a magical storm that takes place. So we heard tell that there's probably going to be some sort of storm at sea today, and we're going to see if we can find a, a storm searcher and be able to document if it becomes a magical storm. And then once that's done, there'll probably be, there's very little damage ever done in these kinds of expeditions. We don't harm the snake. The snake doesn't harm us. The storm usually doesn't harm us. And then we make it to marital and you can be on your way. And you can watch a very cool light show. What do you think? Snake magic storm serpent boat. This is just like something out of an opera. <laughs> I bet we're going to get shipwrecked and smashed to bits on the rocks and have to live by our wits. You could just see Eric, like, just like, mm, maybe not that. Anything that gives me time with this lovely vessel. Just, she just, like, hums happily. Thank she you. begins singing along with the engine. Hmm. Bride blinks. <laughs> nah, again, not upset. Just, huh? Did and you did you build this boat yourself, Brian? I had help, and it's at this point three other people show up. There is, well, actually, the first person who walks in looks exactly like Brian, like the exact same as Brian. And you see Brian turn around and just go, okay, is this the act we're pulling? And it's like, oh, come on. It's kind of fun. Like, you're going to freak out the new people. We have new people? Ah, man. And you just see, like, the image of Brian fade out as this, like, almost human, but with very gray eyes and kind of paler skin appears before you and they do a little bow and they just go it was a very good trick though i am i'm working on getting all of you down pat do not be able to mimic your voices that's not part of being a changeling no it's called being an actor <laughs> an actor uh, this changeling does a bit of a showman's bow to you too and says you may call me wix could you repeat that please wix uh, my name is wix W-Y-X. I don't know why I was named this way, but that is my name. Wow. <laughs> you know, I'm a creature of the stage as well, Wix. My name is my name is Cantor. And I, like, walk forward and extend my hand. They shake it. They're just like, if we're not, you know, hunting down a snake, we could probably share notes. That sounds intriguing. Well, that would be great, because I have to come up with all my notes myself. Mm. No, I don't know anything, really, except that I'm the greatest singer in the world. Maybe you can teach me how to act. You know, then you would be a double threat. Then, then you'd just be twice the twice the 
the, the actor, twice the twice the performer. It's never anything wrong with that. <clears throat> no. No, never uh, anything wrong. There in comes another created who has a very cool hat. You know, your typical black hat with like the red feather kind of look. And they kind of walk in, look at everyone and just go, what? I thought I would fit the aesthetic for once. <laughs> and uh, Brian Ryan goes, this is Doc. He's the one who helped uh, make the boat. He runs up. You must show me its heart. Like oh. Doc blinks, looks at Brian, looks at Wicks. The two look back. There's like a kind of small shrug. And he's like, I could show you how it works. Sure. <laughs> I just that, It's so beautiful. You've done so well. Thank you. I don't usually get complimented on my craftsmanship. We tell you it works. <laughs> It is a powerful machine. What are Doc's pronouns, by the way? Uh, I just made these people up like ten minutes ago. Uh, not won't lie to you. Um, but I will iron it out for now. Uh, Doc will go by he him. Uh, Brian is he, and Wix will be whatever they feel. <laughs> Wix does. Wix likes to go by whatever they change it to. That's fine. Um. No, I, I just wanted to know with Doc. Okay, so yeah, I, 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 I again like do the like uh, shoulder thing and mm -hmm. like just, uh, I am Sister Amethyst, named for the shard of amethyst in my skull. It's what I would have instead of a brain. I said that wrong. No, I think I get it. Hey, where's where's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I am very glad I have the low charisma to lean into my uh, inebriated state. Uh. Amazing. I think uh, Wix just looks to Brian and goes, is Nell coming with us? And he's like, she's coming, don't worry. Okay, good. Ever since they got that cushy career, they've stopped coming out to sea with us. Well, you know they're busy. I know they're busy. I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> and in walks the Moon Eidolon who kind of smiles at Doc's pirate hat and just goes, so are we being vocal about being pirates this time? And uh, Brian says, this is Nell. They're my sister. So what's a pirate? Uh, <clears throat> Nell kind of speaks up. Before the awakening, pirates were people who would go from place to place and take stuff they would be known to steal uh usually to provide for each other though after the awakening that stopped becoming a much of a necessity so the term pirate became adopted for people who went out and sought out thrills on the high seas oh i can sing yeah. a high sea do you want to hear pass do I get to hang out with the boat? Sure. I'm in. <laughs> so this group of people are prepping the boat to go, and I think Doc might be showing Amy, like, this is how it starts. And this is, you know, <clears throat> like very, Doc is very happy that there is someone who is interested in the boat. 
but like they're kind of giving like a very cut and dry mechanical sort of tour, you know. Even that's enough for Amy. Um, but uh, she, I mean, like towards like the end, like when like we get to like the really fun mechanical parts, she might, uh, she she might like press on him a little bit, not like physically, but like you know emotionally. Well, there has to be something, uh, some some very intriguing story or some lesson you learned or something that this boat contains some some great wisdom and i uh she wants to i'm looking through my um you see i i I am a firm believer in the nature of machines and i think you're you as the creator in some way are part of this boat now and i'm gonna roll i'm gonna roll and we're getting heck of feedback. Okay. Thank you. Um, what, what was I saying? Um, oh, uh, I'd like to roll to um, try to get a little bit more information out of Doc with spiritually inclined. Um, okay. Because I have explained this is a religious thing for me. Yep. Um, one d twenty plus one d ten. Not having a great time. Maybe I should stop using the clockwork dice. Uh, eight and six. That's uh fourteen. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think Doc like gets what you're going for a little bit. Like. Like they don't know the right, like exactly how to fit what they want to say into what you're saying, you know. Mm-hmm. But they come back with something to the effect of like, "Well, I mean, I guess I built this because it's something that brought myself, Wix, Brian, and Nell together. We're a crew when we're on the spot, you know. We're friends, and that's special. And so I guess." When I made this thing, I was thinking about being a crew, I suppose. I'm not sure if that's the the great wisdom you were hoping for, but whenever I'm on the seas with these people, I feel like I'm at home. It is wisdom enough, brother. It is wisdom enough. That's so beautiful. <laughs> I feel like I'm looking for my crew. Well, you've come to the right place. Amy looks a little bit like Amy like turns her head in response to that. A little bit dejected. But my additional crew. She nods. So Yeah, I guess Amy's gonna like take a tour of the boat, either guided or by herself. Hello? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, Cantor wants to see if Wix knows how to dance. Um... Just before we get out on the water, you know, it, yeah, yeah. You can tell it's going to be hard to dance once you get out on the water. But he's I very think, 
didn't know. I think Netflix is almost a little bashful of the question. Like, oh, I've you know, never been asked to dance before, but I'll give it a try. That's a six. It's not great. <laughs> I think uh, Cantor probably has some embedded idea of how to dance, because I have uh, light on your feet, but is really curious to know if the things that he does are actual dancing. So I'm going to roll for that. All right. Wow. So Cantor got a 27 to dance. Wow. Okay. Cantor, you just dance really good. I don't know. <laughs> oh, thanks. I, you know, Amy is great, but she, she's not really an expert in, in dancing. So I just wanted to check with someone in case, you know, we're smashed on the rocks and have to live by our wits on an island. That wouldn't really lend itself to much dancing. Thanks, Wiggs. Problem. They just kind of, like, look over at the others and just go, like, are we getting this thing off, off land now? I'm already, I'm already itching to find that snake. And Nell just goes, like, give it a second, I'm sure. Doc and our new friend are taking needed precautions. And Doc just goes, like, yep, just about done here. Oh, and uh, he looks over at him. He's like, you can press that button there and we'll be good to go. Um, yeah. There's just like a big red button. Yeah, uh, she gleefully just slams it. No, no, that's that's disrespectful. She presses it thoughtfully. Mm -hmm. And the boat is out to sea. And uh, at first, Doc is the one piloting, but I get the sense that Amy's probably like very much hovering, you know? Yeah, like right over his shoulder. Um, there's a question every 30 seconds. Yeah, at first Doc is like, you know, the one piloting it and answering those questions. But uh, Doc just goes, you know, while we get out into the main bay, obviously once we get into more important, like, you know, once we actually see the beast, it's probably best that I take, that I take the wheel for the sake of catching up with it and experience and such. But while we're just getting out there, if you want to give it a shot, I'll be here <laughs> to make sure nothing goes too terribly wrong. I'm not sure I can make the squeeing noise that's in my head right now for her. <laughs> um, but uh, she excitedly just hops on the, uh, is it a wheel? Yeah. Um, and I am going to roll a d20 with a d12, one with the machine. Yes. She tries to close her eyes and be one with the boat. I think when they close their eyes, Brian just goes, oh, we're dead. <laughs> but like, not to, not out loud, not to Amy's face, it's like, probably just to Nell, who's just like, calm down. <laughs> yeah, uh, 24. Oh yeah, you're actually doing amazingly well. This is, like, like I think Doc was expecting a situation where, like, you do your best, and you're doing okay, but, like, you need help. But no, you're just, you're good. And I think Doc was kind of like, huh. Well, what do you know? <laughs> Maybe we're not going to be smashed on the rocks and have to live by our wits. Wix just kind of turns to you, Cantor, and just is like, I take that as a win. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. 
I don't know any sea shanties. Canter! Sea shanties! Sea shanties! Do we have any? You just, like, you just hear, like, a quiet whisper come out of Nell. It's just, oh no. <laughs> yes, I know sea shanties. Let's see. We're out on the sea. It's just you and me. Oh, we're going to find a sea snake. We're out on the water, son or a daughter. There on the horizon is the sea snake. There's just a... I choose to believe this carries on for a while. (laughs) If that's alright with you guys, I choose to believe that this song carries on for a while. (laughs) The Ballad of the Sea Snake has many verses. Like... It's just one of those cartoon cuts where, like, it starts with everyone listening and then it, like, cuts to, like, 15 minutes later and everyone's just kind of like, <laughs> We know? don't get tired. We don't have lungs. I know. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's relentless discovery for you. They're just still singing and they just... And I think it's the thing between Wix, Nell, and Brian because you're so happy. <laughs> you're so happy and they don't want to stop that. But also, it's been like half an hour. <laughs> and I think... Uh, yeah, like, I used to teach kids, and it's like, well, you know, like, you have a six-year-old's really excited, it's adorable. But eventually... <laughs> eventually. Like, they're not, they don't, and they're not going to stop you. They're not actively going to stop you. But you could just, maybe you're not even paying attention. But like, <clears throat> especially Wix is, not Wix, especially Brian is very much like in a, oh my god. <laughs> I think Wix is actually still kind of in- interested. And Nell just is kind of like, I'm surrounded by idiots. <laughs> and this kind of lull breaks when you hear what almost sounds like a bolt of lightning, the sound it would possibly make if it were to uh, just be on its own without thunder. Just a very electric like sizzle through the water. And Doctors goes, that's it. It's it. I heard it. Did anyone else hear it? And then Brian just goes, I couldn't hear anything else but this song. <laughs> it was attracted by the song. Let's go with that. <laughs> you know, I have the capability to lace my music with, with subtle enchantments that make people have an even better time listening. I wasn't doing it to you, though, because that song was so amazing it didn't need it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there's a bit now where uh, Doc turns to Amy and just goes, Hey, uh, do you want to, like, basically asking you to do something that can ostensibly make it easier for them to spot this thing? That's just going to be another one with the machine roll would be the best way to put it. Yes, okay. You're just, like, steering in a certain direction or something, you know? Alright, I keep rolling with the unlucky hand, but I'm gonna roll with the lucky hand. And that was a 26. Nice. And, and it's 11 and justifies me. Wow, so you you spin this thing a good bit, uh, and this thing's head pops out of the water. And you see, it, it is basically just what you imagine a sea snake to look like, your typical sea serpent, you know? Almost draconian head, 
with the fins and the scales. But Featuring the monster from um, that one episode of Last Airbender. Yeah. Nagi. The, is, is that the right scale, though? Like, sea snake to me is something fairly small. It, it is, it is definitely smaller than the thing in Avatar, but not. it's not like... It's not huge, but it is also not just like a regular snake, if that makes sense. Is it longer than the boat? It's probably at boat length. It's okay. like at length of the boat, and it is definitely not like towering over. But the one thing that is interesting is in the core, like at the tip of the sea serpent's head is a horn, like a very thin but tall horn. <clears throat> and as it opens its mouth just to breathe, the horn <clears throat> the horn starts like sizzle up with electricity. And it just goes back down into the water, but when it does you just see like a tiny crack of like colored light as its head submerges. I've never seen a sea snake do that before. That is because it's a storm seeker, is uh Nell's voice coming out from the from the crew. It it gets more electricity conducted inside of it magically when there's about to be a storm. Wow. So also because I've never seen a sea snake at all before. You know, you know, I probably should have just opened with uh I probably should have just assumed that one, you know? Wow. <laughs> storm that's what we were looking for, right? Yep. So the... this is another kind of boat. Hmm? I said, as far as I'm concerned, this is another kind of boat. I know the boats are made of wood and metal. I don't know they're not made of scales. Fair enough. I guess so, you could think about it that way. Does, so it, this, does it find storms, or does it make storms? No one can be sure, frankly. <clears throat> we think it finds them, but we're not too sure. And But what we do know is that when it appears before a storm, then that storm is likely to be a much more magical uh, event. So they turn to Amy, follow that sea snake. So that's probably another one with the meeting role. Um, yeah, so far. I have other relevant things that might come up, but this is good. Um... I regret to inform the call. It's a nine. You? Okay, this works. You you start, and you're keeping up, but the thing you probably aren't expecting is the thing to keep bobbing in and out of the water, you know? Because that's what it does every so often. Its head pops up above the water, it does that like electrical current, slaps its head back underwater, and there's that like almost thunderclap sound when it hits the sea floor, when it hits the water. And I think, not expecting any damage to come from that, you, your boat passes right where it makes that effect. Okay. And it just, you feel the shake as this, like, lap happens. And you spin off a little to the right, and it feels like, like an earthquake that lasted a couple seconds at best. Wow, alright. That's and, powerful. Yeah. Whoa. And, okay. And uh, the ship seems to shake a little bit under that pressure. And Doctor says, whoa, 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 okay. When its head hits the water and it makes those effects, try to avoid those. But 
The ship probably took a little bit of damage from that. Not your fault, I should have told you. Uh, you don't happen to know how to fix the hull, do you? She kind of like she she's down for a second about the uh, the mistake that she like writes herself up and when hearing this, and she produces a wrench from some socket in her arm where she keeps wrenches. That's cool. Um, yeah, you know you have to keep it on hand, and she just goes and runs downstairs to go try to fix things. Um, tech savvy is my relevant skills, so that'll be a D eight. Okay, uh, Doc will follow you down and. Uh... As you go, you see uh, Doc just turn to them and says, someone uh, make sure we don't, you know, someone take care of that. And Nell kind of takes the the wheel and just goes, just until you're back, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it's very much like they're not trying to kick you off of the captain's seat or anything. It's more just like, while you fix, someone else will just make sure. But also, like, I am functionally a child, and this right. is an emergency. Yeah. And you just see, like, this very excited slash determined face on Nell as she just spins the thing around, almost a little too excited. And the others are like, oh no, this was somehow worse! <laughs> God. Uh, so you're out down at the hull, and Cantor, are you going to follow? I don't know, I think Cantor is super about the salt and spray of the ocean. So they're just, like, enjoying that things have gotten a little, a little wild. Oh yeah, I mean... This is very dramatic. It's like kind of thing you might write a write a song about. Oh. And so as you're like watching these events take place, you know, um, you also notice, Ganter, like a little bit of the water that is seeped onto the onto the boat, like just some of it is starting to like bubble together. Oh. Uh. And, hmm? I'm 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 gonna be doing the like, um, can I tell someone about this? Should I just see what happens? I'm gonna see what happens. It keeps bubbling together and it starts to seem to make a shape. Like you start seeing what look like little legs, and then a body. Uh any I'm gonna tell someone. Okay. I'm gonna tell Wix. I'm gonna be like, there's something made of water forming on the boat. Look, it's right there. Uh, Wix seems to turn around almost like shocked and almost scared at first, but then when they see, they're like, oh, oh, that's adorable. Don't worry about it, uh, Cantor. Apparently the magic made by the, by the, by the storm searcher hit some of the water and made an aetherling. And so it coalesces and you just see a little water cat just appear on the boat. It, like, looks at all of you, shakes a little bit, and just kind of starts, like, plodding around the boat like they own the place. Wow. I've never seen a water cat before. Yeah, Aetherlings are small creatures made entirely of magic and uh, one of the elements that make up Wildervere. So when an Aetherling is created, it just takes on the form of a small creature and, well, kind of does their own thing. They're easy to make into pets, though. What do they eat? Can I feed it? Well, since it's just magic, it kind of doesn't need to eat. But I'm sure it would appreciate getting some some fun drinks. Do I have any fun drinks? That's up to you. 
I'm going to, I think I'll go squat down next to the water cat mm-hmm. and just like, like hum it a tune. The cat like sits and listens. And we're cut to uh, Amy and Doc below decks. You see where the holes, like not, there's not a lot of holes, but there's like tiny starts of them from when that impact hit, you know? Like it definitely had some sort of effect on to this. And, and he gasps and uh, immediately just starts rushing and trying to like attend to what she sees as wounds in a living being. Gotcha. Uh, you can make a roll to repair if you want. I'm using my relevant skill, uh, relevant attribute tech savvy. Mm-hmm. That's a nine. It's it's slow going, but you're definitely starting to to make a little progress, you know. Yeah. But it's absolutely going to take a while. I'm retiring um, a lot of dice tonight. And uh, we're going to cut back to Cantor, like humming a little tune to this cat. Do you want to roll something? to see if you can, like, sway this little Latherling? Sure. I I mean, I have a little a little knowledge of enchantment. I'm okay. Gonna, I can, if I can enchant this cat with my voice. Do it. That makes sense to me. I got a three. The cat is starting to be intrigued. Right. You probably will have to roll again to get anything too, you know, amazing. Yeah, I'm going to keep it interesting. I'll keep it up. Okay. I'm into uh, Yeah, this is your new focus. So Cantor is humming to a cat as, as Nell is, like, spinning and trying to avoid uh, more impacts from the creature. Oh, my goodness. Nell's doing good, actually. She's not, you, you get the sense, like, she knows her stuff, you know what I mean? And uh, back below decks, do you want to make another repair roll? Uh, yes. Um, what's worse? Hmm? Oh, seven. Mm, it's still slow going. <laughs> I have a dog sitting in my lap who is absolutely convinced that she is hearing barking outside our window. I, I would like to imagine that it's that because I have to stop and like whisper an incantation at every like individual like patch in the uh, individual break in the wall. Mm-hmm. That works. Um, and I'm making them up on the spot, and I don't know a lot of words, so yeah, that's fair. So there's a lot of like, hmm, wait, I could do better. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. So uh, you are, this is going to continue for a bit. Let me roll again for now to see if, nope, she's still doing fine. Um, and Cantor, do you want to try again with the, with the cat? Yes. This time I got a 22 on enchant. This cat, this cat has become very, very invested and like kind of walks beside you now, and it's basically your pet. You've you, you've done it. Amazing. Yeah, I'm, gonna name, I'm, gonna name, I'm gonna name this cat Rauk. Okay. 
And at this, uh, Wix just goes, oh, that's adorable. How goes the repairs? (laughs) (laughs) And Nell's just like, I'm sure they're working on it. I'm sure it'll be okay. And then just makes a hard right. (laughs) And uh, Cantor, you are noticing that the clouds are starting to get grayer. The Hmm. storm they've been after is probably about to start. Boy, do um, I guess I'll find find something to hold on to on the deck, like okay. a handle or something. Yeah, you can definitely do that. You just like probably both arms on this thing and just kind of stand there and wait. I'll 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 put one arm around my cat route because I really okay. I'm really concerned that like if a big wave comes into the boat, he's gonna he's gonna turn back into part of the water. So I'm I'm very protected. Gotcha. So, uh, so as this, um, we're gonna cut one more time to the repairs. Uh, oh, maybe. Yes. Um, I am going to use level headed. Okay. Because I am trying to stay reserved here and take it one step at a time. Do I have... Yes, I have a D10. I was wondering if I was missing an attribute. Thanks, Thou. Okay, okay. Uh, My my head is very level. I have a 26. Amazing. I'm trying to, like, just calmly handle the situation because I'm clearly fucking up. Sorry, I swear. Um, messing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But 20, 27. 27? So you are definitely way more calm about this now. You've kind of like, you found your rhythm, you know? Yeah. And you're starting to pick up speed because you found, you found the pace at which works best. You know what I mean? And we'll just say, for the sake of things, um, you are almost, you've got it pretty much set, you know? The the hull is pretty much back to working order, and Doc just goes, well, uh, if, you're, if you think you're done here, come back above decks, because I think the show is about to start. Oh boy. Yeah, I scurried to deck um, and acknowledge Cantor in the new water cap. Mm-hmm. Cantor is clinging extremely dramatically to the <laughs> boat. It's like very... I, I imagine this Cantor is always posing in some way. Someone's, very conscious you of... You when someone is going to paint your portrait. <laughs> Amazing. It happened when you least expect it. Amazing. Um. Yeah, I'm on there. Okay. Uh, and so as everyone kind of stands up and starts to watch, this sea serpent thing kind of like lets out one little roar and then sinks back into the water and is just out of sight. And as soon as the roar finishes, thunder and lightning start cracking down with like the rain. 
But the thing you immediately notice is the lightning coming from the storm is just very prismatic and multicolored. I actually have seen lightning before, and it didn't do that. It is very pretty. A little scary, but very pretty. Yeah, is it coming anywhere close to us? Uh, mm, not for now. Scintillating. Yeah, I'll enjoy it. Yeah. Fulminating. Uh, I like trying to write a little song about it. <laughs> and and yeah. you see one like work on a tiny little device that's there and like they're they're like taking down notes and scanning stuff around, you know? <clears throat> very oh, very we, we promised we were gonna take notes on this and we we totally haven't done that at all. Oh, Brian turns back and just goes like, "Ah, it's fine. You guys ended up doing other things." Great. I'm, I'm glad we didn't. We weren't just a bird. No, I mean, Amy basically piloted it almost the whole way, so we're fine. And I don't know what the word boat was before this, so like, notes were going to be a bad idea. <laughs> and I, I inspired the whole crew with the sea shanty about the sea snake. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. You- Great. And just more of these very pretty strikes of lightning. And uh, because Nell is still at the, you know, at the deck, there's definitely, like, they definitely come a little close, but you always manage to beat them, you know? But I will say it does get a little, it does get a little uh, wild at sea, so... If you guys want to roll something to maybe like make sure you don't fall on your butt. All right. This is probably I'll... a bigger deal for Cantor because they are holding this cat. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a light on your feet. Oh, that's perfect. I'm not that light. Oh, I'm pretty light. I got a 12. What'd you get, Dan? 12. The only skill I have that's. All right, so I have one with the machine, which like if I'm saying like I'm like centering myself and like moving with the boat um my other justification would be level-headed because i'm trying to like you know just calmly handle it yeah i don't know which Um, you think would be more fair ogm uh, i kind of like the idea that you're trying to like sway with and keep the balance of the boat to stay to stay so you could definitely do it with the machine that makes a lot of sense actually i like that Uh, let me get a different D12 that isn't going to roll low. <laughs> Got these clockwork dice. They're terrible. Um, oh, there we go. Uh, 11, 16, 1, C7. Nice. Yeah, this is like, you are like just mimicking its movements almost perfectly and just staying perfectly still. And uh, what was your light on your feet, Will Cantor? Uh, 12. It's like it's a little it's a little rough for a bit and like there's no harm that comes to the Aetherling, but like I think at some point maybe you like put both arms around them, then you're like, oh then grab on up then grab on again, you know? It's like a little more tumultuous for you than it is for Amy, who's just kind of seemingly standing there and just kind of I am standing nearby in case uh Cantor does trip to catch the Aetherling. Perfect. So yeah, no, my yeah, no problem whatsoever there. 
but uh, <clears throat> I think uh, Doc is like also very like Brian, like taking notes of this and you know making note of that it roared before the lightning struck, just doing everything they can to document, you know. Uh, I will also say, you both as created feel great. like you are both run on World Soul Magic, and this magic lightning that's coming is very much part of that. And so being surrounded by it as much as you are, it's almost like, for lack of a better word, it's almost rejuvenating. Uh, I feel like I'm a day old again. <laughs> yeah, I at least feels like, it feels like a good night's sleep. It's like yeah. watching it sleep. Yeah, it's very relaxing almost for you guys. And, like, you could definitely tell Doc feels the same way, and that's why they're working as efficiently as they are. And uh, as soon as this multicolored, prismatic, just very pretty storm comes, it also almost just as quick begins to go. And as the stormy seas kind of start to to calm a bit, and as the lightning stops and that soothing feeling kind of starts to fade away, you notice, sure enough, the boat is almost right at the main entry dock for the city-state of Maritol. And, uh... Brian just kind of like looks at you guys and says, See, I'm sh- I told you we'd make it. Wow. What what does the city state like look like when like you're approaching it? It's very it's it's on it is very much like an island, you know? There but uh and it keeps a bit of that feel. As you approach the main dock, there is a lot of like tree life and that was probably swaying in the storm and is just starting to calm down. A lot of puddles on some wooden and some metal docks. But as you look deeper, you see there is more of like an actual city here, you know? Yeah. But so- surrounding it, like almost to the sides, is very much like these houses on stilts, which is very cool. Um, and it looks like no damage was done to them in the storm, which is also very good. But you can see like a lot of them have like, you know, water all over their 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 roofs and stuff and it's almost pretty in a very like post rainstorm kind of way yeah i have the feeling um the water is like louder yeah um yeah i give everyone on board a pamphlet uh-huh and i'm gonna go i'm going to make sure to walk in the metal docks um yeah. but I'm, I'm going to i'm going to shore okay I will say right before you start to head off, the uh, Nell just looks to you both and goes like, "Hey, uh, both of you, do you have you been like when you've been traveling? Have you had a have you been taking any official? Have you been making it an official journey? An official journey? Yeah, uh, all the city states have outposts and stuff where they can." lodge and take care of travelers uh and there's also outposts along the way but the main benefit is a device 
that we've called the Wayfinder, and it has maps, the bestiary, just all the things we think travelers would need, um, as well as there's like a bit of a game to it where if you, you know, go to some certain places, meet certain people, do certain tasks, you get these fun little badges, and by the end of your journey, uh, you, we do a big ceremony. There's like a nice party, and and you get recognized for the for the fun travels you've had. Well, I mean, that sounds great to to me. I don't know, a Amy. What do you What do you think? Well, you can take as long as you'd like to do your journey. It's just. It's even kind of just could become an afterthought to your other work. Just something nice. Well, no, I mean, seems uh, if you read for them, I absolutely, uh, I'll, I'll trust your judgment. Great. Uh, I think when you when we make it to port, we'll get you guys your wayfinders, and I will give you some little reward for helping us out here on there. Not every day that two people. Uh, that two people help save the save the rear end of the crew of the of the leader of Maritol. The what? Brian just kind of goes, Noah Lani, is that really the time? And she's like, oh, come on. You knew I was itching to say that one. Uh, you both would know uh, Noah Lani is in charge of Maritol. And there were rumors that she did thrill junkie work on the side, but... I think you've just found that out to be true. And I think, because we're closing up on the hour, that'll be a good place to call our little playtest for today. Okay. I finally uh, managed to roll slightly higher for my composition roll. I got a an 18. Nice. So, so um... Cantor has scratched down a few verses about their experience. Wrote, yeah. uh, scintillating arcs of fire, heaven storm wrought crashing sea, ornaments of bright desire, enter flood, empower me. Circle wow. lightning, raging flow, quick to start and quick to end. Thank you, not just for the show, but for my new liquid friend. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so good. You, there's no way you could have known this, but my my old family cat had to be put down today. Oh, I'm so sorry. So it's really just, it was fate that I got a new little liquid cat. Oh, well, I'm really glad that you, really glad that you enjoyed that. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Dan. I had no idea. It was very fitting, really. Yeah. Well... Uh, one last time, do you guys want to tell folks where they can find some work? Yeah, um, so we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's Shrike Like the Birds and Tabletop Like Tabletop Games, all one word. Um, it's usually me on the accounts, but... Uh, Dan does a lot of like really awesome miniatures work, and I've been trying to post a lot of that more, like to just have something nice to look at mm -hmm. on the page. Um, we also work with an artist named Moss, who uh, we're posting a lot from recently. So Shrike Tabletop everywhere. Um, Dan, are you using Twitter right now? Uh, no, not really. 
If anyone okay. for any reason wants well, to contact me, perhaps you know to send me fan mail about uh, how much they love Cantor. If you send it to to Robin, she'll forward it to me. Yeah, a communications person. It's what I get for that being like what I did for six years. Fair enough. Um, thanks so much for hosting. No, this was really fun. No problem. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Um, uh, to get the bot to go. You just have to do the exact same thing, whereas instead of join gameplay, it's just leave gameplay. So you can just basically copy the thing you put earlier. And yep. Yeah.